0: everyone welcome to another webinar in the energy storage market series my name is Eris doliv and i'm the managing director here at rendu uh, today we are going to be hearing from bernie de alva a garza product marketing manager at solark andrew a gaudin a, an engineer at solark and spencer christensen co-founder and director at home grid and nick nielsen regional account manager at home This is an exciting webinar to leading manufacturers. They will be discussing battery bank, sizing, CNI, whole home backup, and adding ESS to existing systems uh, for NIM3. Uh, This webinar is uh, recorded and will be uploaded to our YouTube channel and will be available also as a podcast. Uh, We will share links to those uh, in follow-up email. Before we dive in and while we're waiting for all people to join, I'd like to give a little background on Renvu and some of the products and services we offer. Uh, So Renvu is a U.S.-based solar equipment distributor established in 2012. All of our sales engineers have engineering background. We have fulfillment facilities in California, New Jersey, and Texas. Uh, We're investing significant capital into developing online tools to make it easy to get quotes when you uh, need to quote projects or just want to compare pricing you're getting from other sources. I'll show the online quote tool in a few moments. Now, uh, this year we are planning to increase significantly our inventory across the country we to avoid the supply chain constraints we had experienced in the last two years. So we will have a stable uh, supply of commercial and residential modules, string inverters, optimizers, microinverters, batteries, racking, and other balance of system components. I'd like to spotlight a few of our popular products. Uh, Solark of course is uh, the most popular hybrid inverter. Uh, we keep a healthy stock of their portfolio. This inverter works great with the home grid low voltage battery banks. Uh, we're offering all our participants today a $500 Visa gift card when you're, uh, when you're buying a Solark 30K or 60K, to $50 gift card for Solark 12 and 15Ks, and up to $600 for a home grid battery bank. If you're, if you're buying them. Um, uh, we will share the details uh, in the follow-up email. Uh, on the slide here, you can see the power field ballast ground mount solution, a simple and cost-effective way to install ground mount uh, PV systems. We recently added Lumin, a smart panel that can be added to existing electrical panel and make regular circuits uh, smart and responsive there is no easier way to, uh, to install whole home backup. than uh, this product, uh, we'll have a couple of webinars with them uh, in next month. Uh, for cost-effective retired and hybrid high-voltage energy storage inverters options, uh, we have Solis and grow-up inverters. And for microinverters, we carry Enphase, Generac, and AP systems. Uh, we have a good availability of Tygo optimizers and rapid shutdown as well. For panels, we have on-the-shelf multiple options, such as Longi 345 Black-on-Black, uh, V-sun 400 Black-on-Black, Recom 380s, Prina 480s, Hyperion 540s, and U-Sales and Canadian coming in. In addition, uh, we're adding uh, Toledo Solar, uh, who makes Cadmium Telluride solar modules, just like the first solar modules. These are made in the U.S. and eligible for the extra 10% ITC when installed. Uh, um, together with other uh, made-in-the-U.S. components. Uh, we're sharing the, we'll share the data sheet for those as well later and in the follow-up email. Uh, we are updating regularly our commercial price list with inventory and pricing we have. Uh, we're sharing a link to this live spreadsheet in the chat so you can uh, save it and revisit when you need large quantities of modules or when you just want to see where the market is at with pricing. We'll take a minute also to mention our bleaky residential carport. This is a great way to expand existing solar systems or an alternative solution where you cannot install solar on a roof. Uh, shown here is the two car carport. There is also an option for a tandem solution with shared columns. So you can connect multiple of those when you need carport for more than two cars. It is designed to be assembled by a crew of two. It doesn't require any specialized or heavy tools to install, in, uh, and it's uh, DIY friendly. This is a solar structure, so it's eligible for the 30% ITC. The carport is uh, supplied with iron rig system and under panel clump, so it's, it accepts any solar modules and inverter you want. When combined with bleakier EPDM T gasket, the surface becomes watertight. You can add a decorative mesh to hide the solar components underneath um, and also lights uh, that uh, you can add to the columns. Um, it come, It's made in the U.S. and with the U.S. Uh, made steel and it comes with 25 years warranty. The structure is coming with structural engineer P-stamp, so... You can install up to 24 solar modules uh, with four columns of six modules um, with basic load capacities of uh, 35 pound per square foot snow load and uh, up to 175 miles per hour wind load and seismic design category E. You can upgrade this structure to uh, handle also 65 pound per square foot snow load. Uh, the two car carport is uh, 18 feet wide and 18 feet deep with a nine and a half feet clearance. It comes with five degrees tilt. You can find the 3D model of the tandem carport and the standard of the standalone carport on the Bleakier website. Uh, we are sharing now a link to it uh, if you want to play with it and see the different components. As I mentioned, we are developing online tools uh, for you to be able to get quick quotes and build materials. Uh, You can access the online design and quote tool from our homepage. Simply click Next and then select uh, the full system or just specific components. On the next page, you will be able to select solar modules. There are filters that you can, can help you to select the one that works best for your projects. On the next page, you will select the type of installation. And there are several options, such as tilted roof, flat roof, carports, ground mount. also like tilted roof with a metal sheet. As I'm making selections, uh, the bill of materials on the left is being updated. And if you're logged in, your prices also will show up. I'll create uh, two arrays here, uh, first array with two rows, First row, I'll select six modules in landscape. And then the second row, 10 modules in portrait. Then for the second array, I'll just select eight modules in landscape. I'll select Iron Rage racking systems, S5 for a roof attachment, and black rails and black clumps and i will also change the span to be six feet i'll keep the rail as xr100 the system creates a general sketch with the array and dimensions and rail assembly instructions Uh, on the next page i can select the inverter type that I want if i want energy storage i'll select the solar 15k here Then you several options for solar. I select the fifteen. Then you choose uh, a battery bank. I will select the home grid nineteen point two kilowatt hour stack battery bank. I can add cabinet uh, for the battery tower and the inverter. Then rapid shutdown device or optimizer. That's about it. So the next page uh, will be the Balance of uh, system, too much to select there, but uh, you can select if you want cables and connectors and uh, stuff like that. EV charger, I'll just do EV chargers here. And after I click finish, I get the bill of material with pricing if I'm logged in and I can, yeah, to receive a formal quote that will uh, send me to uh, my account where the quote will show up and it will also uh, send a copy to my email. You can email it to, your, to our sales team at info uh, with a quote number and we can review the bill of materials for you, way in with insights and uh, configuration or availability. Okay, Uh, I think we can start now. Uh, We have a significant number of participants already. So um, as I mentioned, this webinar is being recorded and we will upload it to our YouTube channel and it will be available also as a podcast. Uh, We will share the links in the follow-up email. All participants will get the option to uh, take uh, $500 Visa gift card with solar converters, uh, $600. Uh, with uh, home grid batteries, the details for that will be shared also with that follow-up email. So if you have questions during the presentation uh, or the Q&A session, use the Q&A button, uh, which makes it easier for us to make sure we answered all questions. Yeah, so, Bernie and Nick, I will I think uh, can take over now and start sharing your slide deck.
1: Thanks for the intro. Happy
2: to be here. Yes, as Nick said, thank you for the intro. My name is Bernie DeAlva, and I am the product marketing manager here at Solar. And I am moving forward from the marketing department to the sales department. So I will be the senior technical sales engineer for the East Coast, but we can talk about that later. Today, we're going to talk about the battery backup with Solark and HomeGrid. And so let's go ahead and get started with that. So for today's agenda, we're going to talk about why Solark. We're going to then discuss a little bit about the 15K and the whole home backup, which it can work for, the 30K, the 60K for the commercial and industrial applications, We're going to touch on the battery bank sizing and adding ESS to existing systems for nam 3 and then Q&A, but we can save the Q&A for the end after HomeGrid gets done with their presentation. So let's move on to the mission. So at Solark, our mission is to make the most reliable and not innovative and affordable solar storage solutions for families and their businesses. We have got your back. You know, we provide tools to save money and ensure it's successful installations every step of the way. Some of those tools include a solar panel sizing tool and a battery calculator, which is on our website. We do offer complimentary design reviews by our support team. You know, that is also taken care of seven days a week, and it's live support, cell support from Texas. All of our engineers are certified engineers, so you you can be assured that you're going to get the, the correct answers. And again, if you don't receive an answer immediately, we will always work to make sure that you have the correct answer and that you're satisfied with the product. We also offer ongoing monitoring and troubleshooting assistance through you know, our live engineering department. And so, why Solark? So we as we enable a wide variety of use cases to maximize the value for customers while providing military-grade reliability. We say military-grade reliability just because it was the company Solark was started by a couple of um, a couple of veterans and a couple of engineers as well back in 2013. So we are solar panel agnostic. We're battery agnostic. But today we're going to be talking a little bit more about our home grid partnership. We also work with uh, 120 to 40 generators, and we are also generator agnostic. So that means we work with generators that have two-wire start or manual start generators. We do have multiple modes to save or make money, depending on which uh, situation, which which if you're grid-tight or off-grid. So one of those modes is time of use. Another is peak shaving, and then grid sell. So you can sell all of that excess power back to the grid. We also participate in several VPP programs, uh, such as Connect Solutions and Energy Hub over in the East Coast. We are off-grid capable with a five millisecond transfer time, which is UPS grade. And we also use battery backup to essentially ensure that the whole home is backed up. We also offer free monitoring via internet connection through a app right now, it's called PowerView, but we are moving forward to our own app and it's gonna be called MySolarc and it's gonna be a US-based server. So essentially all of your information, all of your data is gonna be stored here in the US through AWS and we can ensure that it's gonna be safe that way. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about our all-in-one solutions for our 48 volt systems. So Today, I'm going to go ahead and just talk about the 15K. So we do have a lot of other products such as a 5K, 8K, uh, 12K, but today we're going to talk about the 15K because this is going to be our all-in-one solution for whole home backup, right? So as you can see on the screen, it has a high voltage MPPT and uh, well, three of them, three high voltage MPPTs uh, for two strings each. The inverter is transformerless. And so that essentially is going to maximize the efficiency. We do have a 48 volt charge controller, which is optimized for lead acid or lithium batteries with BMS communications. And so for example, BMS communications between home grid and solar are already established. So one of the reasons we always recommend our, our friends at home grid. The grid disconnect, it does have a 200 amp internal relay to disconnect from the grid. So you don't need an external ATS. However, we do have some diagrams available that do show the how, how you would use an ATS. We do have arc fault monitoring, which will protect your home or your business. And as I mentioned earlier, we are generator agnostic, so that means we can connect to any generator as a tertiary power source. And it also has—we also have pins that are available for auto generator start. And so to dive a little bit deeper into the Solar 15K, the max AC power output, as the nameplate states, is 15 kilowatts max DC solar, uh, for the three MPPTs, we can can connect 19.5 kilowatts. You can also AC couple simultaneously 19.2 kilowatts, and essentially you can ensure that you sell quite a bit to the grid. Sorry about that. And so the grid pass through is 48 kilowatts. You can charge 275 amps, charge and discharge. We do support split phase, 208 volt, three phase and 220 single phase, depending on the wiring configuration at 50 or 60 hertz. You can parallel up to 12 with a 10 year warranty and a NEMA 3R enclosure. So this right here is what a simple one line diagram looks like with the home grid batteries. So you can see you can connect the utility directly to the grid, to the grid terminals on the solar. The load output goes directly to the main electric panel. The battery connections, we do have two positives, two negatives, and we recommend connecting to both to ensure that you can get the full 275 amps of output. And it has the three MPPTs for all of your solar panels. So, it again, it does really simplify your install. It's an all-in-one solution, and you don't need a lot of external components for this. Real quick, I'm not going to go into too much detail on this critical, uh, on this, um, line diagram but this is available on our manuals and on our website as well so as you can see you know down in the corner we start with some battery connections then some pv3 MPPTs. we do have uh, an emergency stop uh, pins so that you can ensure that you know firefighters and anybody working on your system is safe we have a gen load and grid terminals which connect the generator connect directly to loads and connect directly to the grid And we also have some paralleling ports right here with the battery can bus, which will work for closed loop communications, such as our home grid, um, home grid battery communications. Okay. And if you have any other questions about the diagrams, we do have about 10 to 12 diagrams on our 15k manual. And if you have any other requests that you'd like to see, you know, you can always email us at support at solar.com. And we'll help you out with those with those diagrams as well, just to ensure that your cases work. So since we're talking about home grid today, you know we want to talk about our 48 volt charge controller. So we do feature an integrated 48 volt charge controller for our residential systems. That's our 5, 8, 12, and 15 case. It is fast, efficient, and it ensures safe charging. Right. So it is optimized for lithium and lead acid batteries. However, today we're just going to talk about our lithium batteries. So it can charge using AC sources, such as an AC coupled system or the grid or a DC source, such as the solar panels on the roof or, solar, or on the ground mount or wherever you put your panels. And so this 48 volt charge controller does have a voltage range of 43 to 63 volts. And you can find out how to integrate all of our different battery partners through our battery integration guide. And so right here on the right, you can see some of our partners, but we love to shout out some HomeGrid. Delve a little bit deeper into that 48-volt charge controller. So we do support, as I mentioned, lead acid or lithium. We do support any chemistry, just as long as it's a 48-volt system, right? Our capacity, the smallest amount that we recommend adding is 50 amp hours. And the limit on the GUI is 900, or 9,900 amp hours as well, which is a huge, huge battery bank. The voltage range with temperature compensation is 43 to 63 volts. So temperature compensation typically is for lead-acid batteries. And the closed-loop communications take care of the communications of the temperature from the battery to the solar. But we also provide a temperature sensor for lead-acid batteries in the box itself. So, as I mentioned, the 15K does 275 charging output and input, and the 12K does 185 to just get a little bit of a sense of the difference between the two. The algorithm is a three-stage with equalization algorithm. We don't typically recommend equalizing lithium batteries, but uh, we do have that available for all of our lead-acid uh, partners. And so, the grid to battery charging efficiency is 96%. And as I mentioned, we do include the temperature sensor. And the current shot for the accurate percentage, the state of charge, is integrated in the unit itself. And we do support communications protocols with CAN or MUDBUS. And in terms of the settings, our settings to to establish close loop communications, they're extremely easy. It's as easy as just tapping on your settings, then battery, battery setup, And as you can see right here, we are gonna need to select BMS lithium bat, and we're gonna need to ensure that we set the proper Modbus address. For this specific example, zero, zero, that's what we use with home grid stacked series. So I just wanted to go ahead and show that. The battery capacity, max A charge and discharge do come from the battery manufacturer and their specifications. But if you have any questions, our engineers are more than trained to discuss these and so you can also verify the communications under the BMS lithium bat info section from the menu from the from the settings menu and again all of this is as easy as just tapping that BMS lithium bat you press okay and then you're good to go the battery and the inverter are going to start communicating and again this is all detailed in the solar battery integration guide if you have any questions about that we can always reach out to info at or sales at or support at solar.com We'll help you no matter where you reach out us, reach out to us. We're going to talk a little bit about our CNI solutions. So our CNI solutions are high voltage solutions. They are not 48 volt systems. The 30 and the 60K do have different voltages as well, but we can delve a little bit more into that in a second. So they do have high voltage MPPTs, and for the 30 and the 60 k, it does come with four MPPTs that can input two strings each. It is also a transformerless uh, inverter technology, which ensures maximum efficiency. And for the 30 k, it's going to be a 500 volt charge controller with a. It's it's for it's going to be for high voltage batteries, and it will only work with BMS communications. So you're not going to be able to just create your own battery bank out of lead acid batteries, bring it up to that 500 volts, and then connect it to it. It needs to have a BMS connection. So Solark and Home grid, we're partners and we're working on those communications. And so essentially, it's going to be available for all of you. We do also have a grid disconnect, so 200 amp internal relay. It is integrated in the unit in the lower right right here. And so again, you don't need an external ATS. However, you can use one if you need it to connect to a generator to the grid or depending on the case use that you have. If you have any questions on these case use, um, case studies, you can always reach out to us and we'll be happy to discuss. It does come with arc fault monitoring. So it will protect your home or your business. It is for high voltage solutions. It's likely gonna be a business However, you know, it is a 120-208-volt solution, so it can back up extremely large residences, such as in Beverly Hills or Martha's Vineyard, you know, for example. And for generator integration, the Solar 30K, you can integrate a 208-volt three-phase generator, and it does have the auto-start capabilities as well. And for the 30K itself, we're going to go ahead and just talk a little bit more about that. It's going to be a nameplate of 30,000 watts that you can output as AC. You can input 39,000 watts into the four MPPTs on the Solarc. and they are used with the push actuation levers, so it's extremely easy. Just ensure that those cables have, oh, pardon me, those cables have about, you know, five eighths of an inch, and then you're able to just go ahead and insert. It's that easy. You can AC couple as well simultaneously 160 amps at 120 volts and the peak power, depending on whether you have PV, is going to be about 60 kilovolt amps or 30 kilovolt amps with the maximum amount of PV DC. The grid pass-through is going to be 72 kilowatts, the 200 amp relay that we mentioned, and it does have two separate battery inputs for up to 100 amps. It will work with Uh, 3-phase Y, 208 volts, or you can change it to a 120-240 split-phase. However, it will be derated down to 20 kilowatts. That's not good. And so you can parallel up to 12 of these units and with a 10-year warranty, and you can install it anywhere you want as long as the screen is not getting hit directly by the sun. We do have a NEMA 3R rating. So this is what the standard wiring diagram looks like at 12208 volts. And so you can see the four, four strings going into the MPPTs. You can see two separate battery banks going into each one. So for the 30K, we do, we are able to connect to two separate battery banks in terms of brands, voltages and capacities, right? So as long as they do have those closed loop communications, you'll be able to connect to two different battery banks, which is amazing. And through the touch of a button, you can connect um, one single battery bank to both of those inputs. All you have to hit is in parallel BAT1 and BAT2, and the system knows that those two are connected to a single battery bank. Right here you can see, right here, sorry, right here you can see the load output going directly to a critical load sub-panel and over here, you see the gen and grid connections. The grid connected right here through a line-side tab, and the generator is connected directly to a generator or an AC-coupled system. If you have any questions about our wiring diagrams, we do have some available on our 30K manual, and you can always reach out to us as, as well at solarc.com. So this can be configured to a Y or 120-240 split face, which is derated down to 20 kilowatts. And this is a picture of the of the wiring area so that you can get a, a feel. And these are right here, the orange uh, push actuation levers are gonna be the connections for the battery. As I mentioned, gen grid is down here. You have your uh, neutral and, and ground bus bars. You have your load output right below all of this uh, PV input as well. And you have your PV input and all of your comms ports right up here, as well as some uh, sensor uh, inputs as well, so that you can ensure that you know your generator is connected and you can use uh, automatic gen start for that. And so we're gonna talk a little bit about the 500 volt charge controller for the 30K. And it does feature two integrated 500 volt charge controllers for both of our CNI systems, which is fast, efficient and ensures safe charging. And this one is different from the previous slide because it is optimized for lithium with closed loop communications only. I'm gonna say that one more time, lithium communications only. You cannot use any battery bank that you want. Um, as long as we, we do have some uh, high voltage battery partners that you can look on our website, we will recommend HomeGrid definitely and we're working on those communications. So you're gonna be able to utilize two separate battery banks as I mentioned and charge using AC source, such as the grid or a generator, or the DC source, which will be the the solar panels on the roof. For the 30K, we do have a 150 to 550 volt battery range, and it will increase for the 60K. So for the 60K, we have a nameplate of 60,000 watts that you can AC output. The DC solar, you can input up to 78 kilowatts onto those four MPPTs. You can AC couple 125 kilowatts without any PV uh, DC, at least, uh, with a peak power of 100 ooh, with a peak power of 120 kilovolt amps, which is 144.4 amps, with a grid pass through of 102 kilowatts, which is 160 amps line to neutral. The, fi- the 50 amps per input up to 100 amp continuous charge and discharge, and the supported voltages is going to be a 277, 483 phase service. That's not good. And it will support the frequencies of 50 or 60 hertz. You can parallel up to 12 with a warranty of 10 years. And again, all of our systems you can install outside anywhere as long as the sun does not hit the screen because we do have a NEMA 3R rating. So for the 60K, we do have an integrated, two integrated 1000 volt charge controllers for fast, efficient and safe charging as well. For the 60K, it's also only closed loop communications with lithium batteries, and you still can use up to two different battery banks uh, per system, actually per system. And since you can parallel up to 12 units, each unit will need its own battery bank as well. So you can charge using AC or DC sources, as I've mentioned, and the difference on this one is the range of the voltage for the battery, and the battery voltage range is 160 volts up to 800 volts for the 60k. And so we do have built-in communications with our high-voltage battery partners, and home grid specifically always stands out. Now. We are not a battery manufacturer. We're solely an inverter manufacturer. We're delving a little bit more into different markets, but we're not going to delve into the battery um, into the battery market. However, this is some information. You know, I figure Home Grid's going to be able to speak to this in a much greater um, with much greater expertise than we can. However, for battery bank sizing, you need to ensure. To, you need to know what the home energy consumption is going to be, right? So the battery bank should be at least as large as the, as the energy demand that the home takes daily. And of course, it's important to understand these power requirements because, you know, it will affect the way the system works. And so you need to know essentially, you know, the voltage, currents and duty cycles of those of those uh, loads, For the charging sources, that's also extremely important in terms of your battery bank. So you want to ensure whether you're going to use solar panels, the grid, maybe a wind turbine. Um, These all can affect the size of the battery bank and also the charge and discharge rates. The depth of discharge is also an extremely important factor for choosing the battery bank size. And so lead acid does commonly have a depth of discharge, which is DoD. At 50%, which is not essentially the most um, efficient in terms of using, so we do always recommend our customers that are not worried about EMPs, we'd recommend uh, lithium batteries, which can discharge much higher to towards around 80% of depth of discharge. Another factor that affects the battery bank sizing is the temperature range at which the batteries will perform. So they do perform best at a specific temperature range, and the actual temperature does affect the battery's performance. For example, if you charge your battery while it's freezing and while it's below freezing, that could definitely have an, some negative consequences to the battery. So you want to ensure that you know if you live in climates with uh, extreme temperatures, you might need to choose a larger battery bank to account for those fluctuations. And you need to ensure that, you know, depending on where you are, say Canada, you need to ensure that those battery banks are in an insulated environment so that the temperature does not, does not go past the temperature range for that specific battery bank. So part two, as we mentioned, we do work with all chemistries for our residential systems, only lithium for our high voltage systems, but... Different chemistries have different depths of discharges, as I mentioned. They also have different discharge rates and efficiencies in terms of charging and discharging. So, for example, lead acid is definitely cheaper, but they have a lower depth of discharge and shorter lifespans compared to lithium iron batteries, which can definitely change the ROI on that system. And if you have to replace those batteries constantly, that might increase the price as well also got to keep in mind the inverter capacity. So it should be sized accordingly to handle both the AC loads on the inverter and the battery charge rate that you want the batteries to charge at. And for example, oversizing the inverter can result in an inefficient operation, while undersizing can cause the system to shut down during, you know, perhaps peak demand. Another thing to keep in Keep in mind is the charge controllers. So that are responsible for regulating the charging and discharging of the battery bank. And you want to ensure that you can uh, charge and discharge up to, you know, that desired amperage. So understanding these specifications and capability capabilities of the charge controller is pretty important in sizing the battery bank. And so, as I mentioned, our friends at home grid are going to be able to talk about battery bank sizing as well. And in a lot greater detail than we can. But let's move on to our key takeaways. So Solark is a versatile, extremely versatile system. You know, both our low voltage and our high voltage systems, they are easily on grid or off-grid. And you can retrofit via AC coupling. And you can see those diagrams on our uh, on our website and our manuals as well. So we're extremely innovative. So our UPS grade five millisecond transfer time and an all-in-one design, which means efficiency an available power is only advantages. We are an extremely system, an extremely simple system to integrate, you know, with batteries, with panels, with generators, with uh, RSD and, you know, even AC coupling microinverters as well. As long as they are UL 1741 SA compliant, but that's another webinar as well. You can use the UPS grade transfer time and significant continuous and surge power, which is scalable in both residential and CNI systems. We do offer our free monitoring, which is gonna be coming from the app called MySolArc, and that's coming soon to the general public as well. Again, as I mentioned, it's gonna be a US-based server that hosts your data here in the US through AWS, And it's gonna ensure to keep all of your information safe, prevent any hacks from overseas. And again, we just wanna keep in mind that our customers are number one priority. So it also comes with uh, free features already integrated in the software, such as time of use, peak shaving. We do have VPP programs, virtual power plants and incentive programs. And you can find a lot about those through info at solaric.com if you have any questions on those. We are UL listed now, and we also have um, a compliance for OpenADR 2.0, SGIP, CEC, HECO, PREPA, and IEEE 2030.5 is pending, I believe. That might be updated um, already, but I'll need to check that with my with the solar engineering team as well. And so we do offer world-class support seven days a week with live phone support from Texas. And you will be talking to an engineer if you do call in. So you're going to ensure that you have somebody, you know, with a lot of knowledge for, for this industry. I would also highly recommend emailing our support at Solaric Line. We, it creates a ticket and it's assigned to one of our engineers. And one of those engineers is going to reply back to you. Typically, typically it is the same day back reply. So I highly encourage you writing us um, whatever questions you might have. And so again, as I mentioned, we do also offer complimentary design reviews. We don't do the whole uh, design of your system. We were not that kind of company, but our engineers are more than capable to give you feedback on those designs. Okay, so then we're gonna talk about questions. But I would just like to hand it over. I would ha- like to hand the floor over to Nick over at HomeGrid so that they can get their part of the presentation going. Again, thank you all. And I will be here for the rest of the presentation.
1: Thanks, Bernie. That was awesome. Thank Very you. Held. Appreciate all the
3: shout outs. <laughs> I tried.
1: <laughs> um. My screen showing okay? Awesome. Well, thanks guys. Uh, we'd like to thank Renvu too, for uh, putting this all together and letting us present. We really appreciate them. And uh, thank you uh, Solark for all, all that information. It was really detailed and super informative. So uh, my name's Nick. I am a regional sales manager for HomeGrid. I cover in Northern California and Oregon. I also cover the Northeast from New York up to Maine. Um, I also have Spencer Christensen joining me, who is director of HomeGrid and one of the co- co-founders of the company. So today I just wanted to talk about um, HomeGrid, you know, who we are and give a quick overview of the company, um, what we do. I also wanted to talk about how our batteries are uh, in in uh, uh, a cooperation with Solark. We're able to offer a whole home backup. Um, our CNI applications and solutions, um, battery sizing, and then also we wanted to talk about NEM 3.0 and our solution to that. So Group was acquired by a company called Lithion about two years ago. Lithion is a global leader in battery manufacturing. They've been around since 1998. Um, they make batteries for uh, robotics, electric vehicles, m- uh, medical equipment, golf carts they're working on a few military contracts right now and something that's kind of cool is they've actually made custom batteries for some of the roller coasters at Disneyland so they're really well um, diversified and established in the battery market and they wanted to get into the residential side of things and that's where HomeGrid comes into play. Um, Lithion is headquartered in Canada they have global manufacturing facilities all over the place uh, engineering teams in Europe and HomeGrid is actually located in a suburb of Las Vegas called Henderson. And that's where we're uh, all of our batteries are shipped out of. Um, we have an 80,000 square foot facility there. Our tech support team is a US-based team as well, and that's where they're located. So with that acquisition, we've gained strong financial backing from investment partners like TriWest and Coke Industries with those investments, we've been able to gain a stronghold on the market. And we've also gained a lot of inventory. And that's one thing I believe that really sets us apart from a lot of other battery manufacturers is that we have plenty of inventory and we have quick uh, lead times. We can get batteries out uh, through Renvu, you know, in about two to three weeks. And we've stayed consistent with that or faster all through last year and expect to do that as well through this year. So jumping into our product line, um, we have our stack series, our compact series, and the home grid cube. We're not gonna be diving too deeply into the compact series. It's pretty comparable to a lot of batteries currently on the market. Five kilowatt hours, five kilowatt continuous. Um, I encourage you to go on our website and you can learn more about that specific battery. Um, As far as our stack series go, I like to compare it to, um, you know, small SUVs versus like a Jeep or a Hummer, you know, when small SUVs, uh, they're great in snow, they're great off-road, but if they make it through like a swamp or they make it to the top of the mountain, they're not really designed to do that, but, you know, you give them kudos when they do. Our battery is more comparable to like a Hummer or a Jeep where they live in the swamp. They're supposed to be at the top of the mountain and our batteries are designed to be, you know, a whole home battery backup system. We are modular in design. So each one of these white modules is 4.8 kilowatt hours. And these are the batteries. It's stackable and it starts at two stacks at 9.6 kilowatt hours. And it goes all the way up to eight. So you can stack eight batteries in a single stack. You can actually run eight 15 stacks in parallel if you'd want wanted to getting you over a half a megawatt storage capacity. Um, With our batteries, we actually use lithium iron phosphate as our chemistry. It's the safest chemistry on the market, very little risk for thermal runaway. And it um, has a longer lifespan than other chemistries that are being used for um, home batteries. Really the only downside to LFP is that it's a little bit heavy, but I feel like we've negated that weakness by making our battery modular. You can take each piece, Um, Anywhere you're going to be installing these batteries, and it's not a solid, heavy unit, um, it allows for quick installs. We also don't have any wiring in between modules. It stacks on top of itself like Legos. There's a male-female adapter on the top and bottom of each battery, and it just stacks up. The other um, thing that, you know, we have is uh, we have all the certifications that are necessary or required for installation in the United States. We've completed the 9540A testing, which allows for closer um, installs. We also, with our stackability, we're able to do a sub, you know, 45-minute, 30-minute installs, which is huge for installers. You know, you're saving tons of time and money on labor costs, and you're on to your next project. Um, And like Bernie was saying, you know, temperature is an issue in some places, but we do have a heated module, which allows for installation in colder climates. We are IP55 rated, which is waterproof and particle proof, but we do recommend that these are installed out of direct UV and, if possible, inside the home in a garage in a detached structure. We do have a hardcover shell casing that's coming out. Um, and it should be available in June, which will allow for it to be installed outside without the indi- additional structures. So, our battery at four modules uh, is 19.2 kilowatt hours and has a continuous output of 14.4 kilowatts, with uh, and 300 amps continuous. With that amount of power, uh, you know most homes have a 200 amp panel, and we're able to you know, literally power an entire house off of a single battery. We're really one of the only batteries on the market that can power an entire home off of a single battery. Um, We are inverter agnostic, but we do like Solark because they have one of the most powerful inverters on the market and really one of the only inverters that can pull what we're able to push. So we do like pairing with them. Um, Also, with um, with it being stackable, if a homeowner you know wants to add modules down the road, it's really very simple to upgrade. All you have to do is pop off the top BMS or the brains of the unit, stack on some more modules, uh, recommission, and you've upgraded your storage in 30 minutes or less. So that's one thing that's convenient for installers and homeowners is that they could uh, not be worried about really locking in on a, on a certain kilowatt hour. And you're not adding a, 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 an entirely separate unit. You're just going vertical. You're not taking up more space or having to find more space on a wall. You're just going vertical. So it's very convenient. Um, Light like Bernie also was saying, we do have a high voltage stackable battery coming out and that should be available later this year. Until then, we have this home grid cube, which is an outdoor rated cabinet, which can fit four eight stacked batteries it's it's climate controlled so it does have heating and cooling Um, you could stick three solar 15ks on the outside which would allow for uh, 120 240 split phase and then also you could do the 208 three phase Um, with the four eight stacks you can have 156 kilowatt hours inside you can run two of those in parallel getting you over 300 um, kilowatt hours. This is a plug and play system. So we supply everything on the DC side. We stack it up, uh, cut cables to length. We take the batteries out just for weight purposes, ship it all together, and basically we drop it on on site. And all you have to do is stack it up, commission it, and then you are ready to go. It's a, a really great system. One question we get a lot, um, and uh, Bernie went into a, a lot of detail with this. So this is one, one um, I guess, equation that we found that's pretty successful and easy to use. So what we what we do is we find the highest um, used month for electricity out of a previous year. And that's typically typically gonna be a month between July and September. You divide that highest month's kilowatt hours by the number of days in that month. And then you take that number and you divide it by two to get your battery size. So basically half of your day is run off solar and the other half is powered by the battery. And if you oversize your solar system, you know, 120%, then you're powering your home and then you're also able to to, uh, refill your battery every day. So here's an example. If uh, in August the home uh, used 1,456 kilowatt hours, you take that amount and you divide it the, of by the number of days in August, which would give you 47 kilowatt hours per day. Then we divide that number by two, which gives us 23.5 kilowatt hours. And then we're going to round that to the nearest um, stacked battery size, which would be five uh, modules for 24 kilowatt hours. Um, and that should be sufficient. If it's not, it's super simple to upgrade. All you do is just pop on another module and you're ready to go. Um, one thing I'm going to hop out of this, Arc actually has a really cool solar battery calculator. So for a lot of new homes that don't have any energy usage data, you can actually go on their website, um, type in your zip code, and it will give you the average number of sun hours per day. You can add individual loads, which also spits out another number, which would give you a rough idea of what you'd need. But again... If you're a little off it's super simple to simply upgrade and um, you know add more batteries as you go so one question especially for people in California is that uh, you know NEM 2 is being phased out this month and it's shifting over to NEM 3.0 and I'm gonna turn the time over to Spencer now, and he's gonna talk about a little bit about about NEM 3.0 and also our solution for that.
4: Yeah, excited to be on with all of you today. Um, The NEM 3 shift is monumental. I think it's going to change uh, not only the energy industry in California, but I think a lot of other utility companies are gonna follow suit. We actually designed our system based off of this shift happening. We saw in Hawaii, they had cut off net metering and we anticipated that California would do the same. Uh, we also do anticipate that most other utility companies are going to be looking at um, not paying homeowners. I think the not only the the funny thing is not only when somebody goes solar, uh, do they lose their customer with net metering, they have to pay the customer. Um, and I think they're going to shift away from that. Uh, it's, um, you know, look at as a step back in solar, but I do feel like it was inevitable and now with batteries being at where they're at, um, you can just create a full home microgrid, and it works out really great. Um, uh, go to the next slide. So what we're seeing here with the Solar 15K, uh, you know, with one single unit, and this, and with our home grid stacked battery, all you need to do is do a Hawaiian tie-in, and then you put the Solar in between, and you form that full home microgrid. Uh, what I'm seeing installers do is they shift over all of the breakers into the secondary panel. And there's a couple of ways that you can configure it. You can have it on no net metering and not have to sign up for NEM, which is a big deal. Uh, What I'm seeing installers do is they'll... Because one big issue that I'm seeing in the field is that the installer will go out, install the the system, then they have to wait for interconnection permitting. You know, you have to wait for the inspector to come out. not giving an official recommendation, but what I am seeing out in the field is that a lot of installers are uh, using this system and they will have it uh, not export into... Um, the grid, and the day that you install it, you can have this full home microgrid running. Uh, so your customers is going to be a lot happier, and they're going to be giving a lot more referrals uh, instead of waiting for months to uh, you know, have that interconnection happen. Uh, so you could also adjust the settings and later sign up for NEM, because uh, I think there are a lot of benefits with NEM. But being able to have the system run for you day of is, is a really big thing. Uh, also, you know, in a single form factor, being able to power an entire home is very significant. I do feel like what the market's going to shift to is this concept of a full home microgrid appliance. I think most homeowners really want just a really plug-and-play, simple, upgradable solution that's safe and stable, going to last you know fifteen plus years. Um, and the concept of it being an appliance is going to take off. I'm working with a lot of the biggest home builders in the US and they're already starting to make designs for the homes to be prefab for uh, easy install on solar and batteries. And and this shift is going to take off around the country. I think it would be weird in 10 years to see homes be built um, without systems like this. There's a lot of security and independence that comes with it. California, it also makes a lot of sense financially. Uh, you can uh, create a full home microgrid with solar inverter and batteries and immediately be your own power plants. The grid is now going to be plan B and that's a pretty monumental shift uh, in energy history. Uh, the nice thing about this system versus other systems is that you can, you know, with the solar 15K, power all of the loads, uh, not just you know, doing a critical load panel. ems however, seeing a lot of large sales groups, um, not be concerned about you know, the grid failures and they're more concerned with time of use. So you can use the Solar 8K or 12K uh, and then just shift over the 120 circuits. Uh, and then one really great setting in the Solar units is that they have limited power to home um power to load. And so you can leave, you know, circuits over here, 240 circuits over here and just do a critical load panel. And the benefit is that, um, you know, you can, it it will, by putting CTs on that main panel, it'll identify exactly what you need to power in the main panel and it will send that much power. So, you know, still being able to have these systems run for you day of installation, even with the 8K, 12K, and then definitely the 15K. So I'm not making necessarily an official recommendation. You guys can figure out um, what you want to do with your business, but I do feel like this is, you know the most powerful system on the market. It's designed to be a full home microgrid, and installers love it. So e- easy to install and, and configure. Um, it's getting better and better. And you know homeowners have been kind of lied to for years because people have been promising batteries that can power the entire home, and then they find out that they can't. And this solution truly can do full home microgrids. So it's extremely exciting. Um, it works also with uh, AC coupling if you have you know, phase Micros uh, you can very easily AC couple. I was at an install the other day. I did it on my dad's house um, with Micros and you can easily AC couple the solar 15K into those uh, Micros. I would say, however, uh, one big shift in with with net metering ending uh, is simply that it's more efficient to keep it DC. And in California, I'm already working with a lot of installers and they're shifting their entire Go-to-market strategy from using micros to DC microgrids, and it's far more efficient to do it that way. There's a lot less uh, equipment needed, and you're going to be able to, you know, use those DC solar panels and go straight into the uh, through the the solar into the battery, giving it DC. So it's it's a much more efficient system. Um, Renview has uh, Tygo, and they have really great rapid shutdown uh, optimizers and. Uh, you can have panel level monitoring. Um, one big thing to note is, as far as sizing solar for these microgrids, is that you're probably going to want about 115 to 120 percent offset, um, just to make sure you have enough power to carry you through the evening. Uh, if you do that, uh, if you follow that formula that Nick went over, and go off of half of your daily consumption, and then you know tell the homeowner, hey, we don't want to oversize the system for you. We want to we want to build it after your consumption needs. Let's start with this. And then if we need to upgrade it, we can easily get an extra module and add it on uh, down the road. So we can, you know, uh, customize it per project. With, the, it, with this battery being modular, it's very easy to get these batteries to site, around the site. You don't have to, um, you know, struggle to get it upstairs. It's very straightforward. And then also uh, one thing that we've seen is having batteries that mount on the wall. Um, those can be extremely heavy. So it's cumbersome for the installers. There might not be room on the wall. But also most of the walls aren't rated for, you know, 500 pounds, uh, you know, of of battery to be attached to them. So this system, we feel like is the the best system for these full home microgrids. And we we have really great tech support and sales support. We want to work with your teams. Uh, One big reason that we love our partnership with Solar is they have similar support. Um, They have a great team to help out on, you know addressing your questions and training your sales teams, training your installers. Uh, This shift is happening right now. I mean, we only have an extra, you know, within the next two weeks, an M3 will have started. So uh, please schedule with us some time. We can come in person and we can do online trainings. We want to make sure your, you know, your teams are very comfortable with this transition. I know a lot of groups are leaving California and we don't feel like that is necessary. We feel like this is a really big opportunity and it's going to be mapped out across the country anyways. So we might as well get ahead of it. Um, and we're definitely here to support you on that.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Uh, I'm going to leave this on the screen because Spencer touched on a lot of it. Um, we we also have a 24 kilowatt um, surge for 10 seconds or 500 amp surge. So if there are a lot of things that are dark starting, you know, it can handle that pull for a long time. Um, and also like Spencer was saying, you know, net metering is cutting your one-to-one down to about 75% selling back to the grid and getting it back. So when you're oversizing, you're filling up your battery and then any access, if you do sign up for them, you can you can sell that. But really, you're just trying to keep as much as you can so that you don't ever have to pull from the grid. And that's going to do a, a lot for your ROI because you're not going to have, um, you know, an extra power bill. You're just going to have your your solar bill. So that's going to pay itself off really quickly, especially in states like California. Um, you know, full home backup, modular design, best-in-class chemistry, very simple install, and we have a U.S.-based technical support team in Las Vegas, um, The numbers are on our website. You can reach out or email our tech support team. This is my contact information. If you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, And yeah, like Spencer was saying, really excited to work with you guys. If you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, we're, We're here for you.
0: Hey, thanks, Bernie, and Nick, and Spencer. Uh, let's get started with the Q&A session. Uh, if you have any questions and you haven't missed them yet, yeah, please feel free to ask it in the Q&A section. You have a button uh, on your Zoom uh, menu there. Uh, and we will try to get to as many as we can. And we'll follow up uh, by email if we don't get over everything. Um let's uh, let's put it up and start
1: so that first question i can i can take um so my question is in regards to best charging practices for optimizing storage battery for long-term life so the nice thing about our chemistry the lfp um, it doesn't degrade like other chemistries Uh, you can discharge and charge it really not uh, you don't have to completely deplete it we do recommend you know not going all the way down to zero keeping it around you know 80 to 85% depth of discharge will add to a longevity of it. Um, but I mean, technically with that chemistry, you could take it all the way down to zero. Um, Says, so and I, I don't know if this is an addition to, but I own an EV and my research around optimizing EV battery life has shown me That regular charging beyond 80% battery capacity is detrimental to longevity of battery pack. Only we're preparing for a long trip should 100% battery pack charging be done. Um, And then I think it might add the next one too. My solar battery backup is an LG Chem 10K unit. I have programmed it to stop being charged at 80% capacity. I haven't heard anything about charging it to 100%. um, I've only heard about, uh, discharging it to too low of of, of your capacity. So, uh, do you have anything to add to that, Spencer?
4: Yeah, I would say um, if it's an EV and an LG chem, both of those are going to be NMC or NCA on um, the EV, and both of those are very susceptible to degradation with uh, overcharging and um, overdischarging. So, lithium iron phosphate is is going to last two to three times longer. I'm seeing reports on NMC lasting only two to three thousand cycles, whereas with uh, LFP, you know, we're anticipating seven to eight thousand cycles. Um, so, yeah, absolutely, um, it's it's good to be smart about how you uh, are utilizing these systems. But with LFP, they're going to be far more robust, and uh, you can do 100% depth discharge. It's more important just to have 80%. Um, 80% because it's always smart to have some in the tank.
5: Yeah. I think this is for solar. Yeah.
3: All right. So Eric says, is asking, what are your, oh, wait, it just...
0: I can read it.
2: Perfect. So what are your plans for integrating bi-directional charging capabilities with electric vehicles for V2H and V2G applications? So for our Select 15 case, uh, we do, we can already integrate some, um, well, we can integrate EV EV chargers for sure. In terms of bidirectionality, that's not yet. For bidirectionality, we are currently working with uh, several manufacturers that have their electric vehicles. For uh, NDA purposes, I can't discuss these yet, but we are in the works of coming out with uh, a functional relationship to ensure that you know our thirty Ks are available for our bidirectional charging capabilities, if that makes sense. So, for that, we will need to just say stay tuned. For for all of these, uh, you know, new new applications and new integrators, I will say, um, definitely coming in soon. Very very interesting companies, and highly highly rated companies as well. So stay tuned on that. Um, Andrew, would you like to answer this next one from twelve nineteen p.m. anonymous attendee?
6: Question is, is the solar considered a multi-purpose inverter for grid tie and can still be operational if the grid were to be disconnected or shut down by the utility? And uh, the answer to that is yes, Um, we can operate uh, grid tied and also off-grid. We have um, lots of customers that operate only off-grid with uh, batteries using our inverters. And we also have um, lots of customers that uh, basically shut their grid off manually um, if they have a large enough bank and only use the grid Um, should they have um, inclement weather, real cloudy days so they can uh, recharge their batteries should their PV not be uh, high enough.
1: Awesome, the next question is really good. As I understand the max discharge can be limited within solar inverter settings. Can we start with a small undersized battery, a home grid battery bank uh, for partial backup and then upgrade to a full backup in the future? For instance, a solar 15K with a home grid 9.6 kilowatt hour bank, then later upgrade to 38 kilowatt hours. And the answer is yes, absolutely. Um, really the limiting factor of any system or the bottleneck is gonna be that inverter. So it's good to have a, you know, a 15K you could start with a nine point six, and then yeah, upgrading down the road, um, you can do that super easy. So, good question. Sure is,
0: is. Is there a limit for how many years before are uh, before you're adding more modules or modules, or you can add no. at any point?
1: No. Yeah. So each each module is uh, warrantied for ten years, and whenever you add that module, it's going to be warrantied for that
0: that ten years. Uh, the fact that it's not equal uh, doesn't matter.
4: No, these are run in parallel, so we'll keep to the same architecture um, and we do anticipate that homeowners will be adding modules to these for years. Uh, we're, we just changed our warranty for throughput, so each module has its own throughput warranty, so uh, you can do up to fourteen me- around 14 megawatt hours of throughput through each one, which comes to around 10 years, and you can really do unlimited cycles on these batteries. It's just a, a throughput warranty. so. It, it's one of the biggest benefits is that if you wanted to upgrade your system with solar or any other component, it would take hours and you'd have to have an electrician and really like spend a lot of time modifying the entire system. With our system, all you do is take out the BMS and in five minutes, add an extra module, change some settings and you're good to go.
2: I will also add to that, um, that just since we do have closed loop communications with home grid, you know, it's as easy as ensuring that the BMS um, communications are set. And the Modbus address is correct.
3: And it's literally that simple. All right, Alan
2: Alan Pepito is asking for the 240 volt split face connection. It can be programmed so that it automatically can it be programmed so that it automatically gets disabled when the battery bank reaches a specified state of charge for example if soc reaches 30 percent the 240 volt connection becomes disabled if i understood you correctly the answer is no so essentially um, as soon as the battery reaches uh, an soc depending on which system work mode you're in it will either trigger the generator to start and it'll immediately start charging those batteries. It will either shut the system down, depending if you don't have an external source of um, energy, such as the grid or a generator. And if it does shut down, as long as you do have that activate battery button in the morning, as soon as you have enough sunlight, the, the system will just start trickle charging those batteries to ensure that they turn back on to the restart voltage. But the 240 volts, I mean, it, it's going to be, you know, on the 15K, you do have those line to lines at 120 volts each. So, you know, depending on how your electrician wires your main service panel, you're, you're going to be able to get that 240 volts, you know, out of the, out of the loads panel. If, I hope that answered that question, Alan. And, you know, if it did not, please feel free to add a little bit more to that.
6: Okay, I can add to that. Also, Bernie, uh, we—if he met specifically, shutting.
0: Did we lose him? Yeah, his internet is uh, slow. Probably. Let's uh, let's jump to the next question and get back to it uh, when his internet is.
3: Oh, hey, Andrew, are you back?
5: Oh, you muted. Can you hear me now?
3: Okay.
6: I was I was saying w- we could uh, use the smart load uh, function of the inverter to uh, power maybe a specific 240 load and uh, shut shut it off when the battery reaches a certain state of charge. But just on the regular load output, we would not be able to. Uh, Shut down a 240 load if that makes sense. I'm not sure. I, what, er,
5: am I cutting out again? That,
3: I don't.
2: No, I don't think so. But um, on that, I mean, if you want to know whether we can stop the grid charge, you know, after the battery charges to a particular state of charge. I mean, we do offer a time of use uh, capabilities, which you can ensure to bring up the the battery bank up to a certain voltage uh, or percentage before or so that it stops the generator or stops charging from the grid as well. It just depends on the on the time, literally on the on the we have six times uh, for time of use. So as long as you just set your times correctly on that time of use, you can definitely stop that charging at a specific voltage or percentage. But again, if you have a specific question, you know, about your system itself, you know, you can always reach out to support at solar.com or, you know, sales at solar.com. And we'll, we'll definitely talk through with those, uh, whatever
3: scenario you want to talk through.
2: All right, so let's answer Greg's. So Greg's saying, I currently have a system I purchased through Renvu, and it consists of three SMA 5.0 inverters and a 20.8 kilowatts of solar. I'd like to add a battery backup and 5 to 10 kilowatts more of solar with battery backup. Additionally, in a long-term grid down situation, I'd like the new addition to the system to AC couple with uh, the SMA inverter and allow them to function. Is the 15K solar a good candidate? So, yes, I mean, the, the 15K, you can, AC, you can DC couple 19.5 kilowatts of PV panels, and you can also AC couple 19.2 kilowatts as long as the inverter is, or as long as the AC coupled inverter is UL1741SA compliant. SMA is definitely compliant, so you can very easily AC couple um, SMA inverters into our SOLARC. And now in terms of a grid down situation, and there, there are, that does, you know, become a little bit different and it'll just be used to charge the batteries up to a certain voltage or percentage. And then it'll turn off those uh, AC coupled panels since you can't sell back all of that extra power to the grid. Hopefully that makes sense. And if you'd like to discuss this specifically, you know, with our sales team, you know, we'd be happy to go over it. So sales at solar.com or you can reach out to me personally, Bernie at solar.com. And I mean, we can definitely talk a little bit more about this in depth.
0: I have a question about this situation. So if if a customer have SMA inverters and you want to add Solark, would you recommend just to remove the uh, the SMA inverters and connect the modules directly to the Solark or leave the SMA inverter as is?
2: So that that's a really good question. And. That really does depend. I mean, what I like to, well, how I like to think about those kinds of situations is if a customer already has made that investment into those SMA inverters, might as well use them. If they can't get rid of them, you know, selling them to a friend or whatnot, um, you know, might as well use them as AC coupled. But yes, we will always recommend DC coupling before AC coupling because we can limit the production and essentially ensure that the the system is used as efficiently as possible, if that makes
3: sense sense, but that's a really good
6: question. Also, add more PV to the system uh, if they want to keep the existing solar and add more, we can AC couple in and then uh, DC couple in um, more on top of it.
4: Um, On this next question, when will home grid commercial batteries be certified and available for solar 30 and 60K? Uh, can we pre-order them now? Um, we haven't really opened up for pre-orders. We do anticipate it's a high-voltage BMS. There's a lot of benefits to this unit because you it'll keep the, the same architecture as we have with the stack series. Uh, so you, it'll still be stackable. We can go up to 576 kilowatt hours with this system uh, and it'll be compatible with both the 30 and the 60K. We do have other solutions coming out a little bit later than that that will also be working really great with the, solar 30 and 60 K. Uh, so please reach out with yeah to us and we can give you some um, more detail on, on the high voltage BMS. Um, but we do anticipate about June, July, that will be available.
1: Um, <clears throat> for the 9548 test results, um, I'd be happy to get that to you. I, if it's not on our website now, we will be getting it on there soon. You can um, reach out to me, just send me an email, and then I can email it over over to you. Um, Michael says, does not the same charging ethic apply to solar battery charging? Is it not healthier for long-term life of the battery pack to not be regularly charged 200%? Would not this also apply to all lithium-ion rechargeable battery packs, such as construction tools, dustbusters, cell phones, et cetera? And if so, why is there such a lack of guidance in the solar PV community industry? So I think this goes back to what Spencer was saying. Um, lithium-ion is actually an umbrella term for multiple different chemistries. Um, under that, so NMC is a big one, which is often used in like electric vehicles, tools, stuff like that. Whereas LFP, it's a little more uh, heavy, so it's used for more stationary solutions. Um, And different chemistries perform differently, degrade differently, um, react differently by how you charge it, discharge it, stuff like that. So we, we use lithium iron phosphate as our chemistry, we see the whole industry shifting towards that because it is safer and has just a, a way longer lifespan. So, um, you know, you can charge and discharge these down to zero and up to one hundred with with no um,
6: degradation effects.
0: That's us. That's a solar edge uh, optimizer. Uh, the answer is no. The S440 works only with Solar Edge uh, inverters. But and if you want optimized, yeah, if if you want optimized, yeah, correct. So if it's AC coupled, uh, you can AC couple the Solar Edge inverter with Solar. Um, if you want optimizers directly with uh, uh, with Solar, then uh, Tygo will work perfectly
5: a great solution.
2: All right. So Peter now is asking, does the solar commercial battery systems require a transformer when, when connecting to three-phase commercial services? So that depends, of course, on what uh, voltage service uh, you're, you're using for the You didn't name a specific system, but for the 30K, it is a 12208 volt system, and it connects to Y connections, uh, Y services. And for the 60K, it's going to be 277 for 80, as well with uh, Y connections. So essentially, if the transformer primary or secondary does not match, you know, exactly what we're rated for, um, you will need to use a transformer for that.
4: The one I see popping up on that would be a delta configuration. Um, we see that you know quite a bit, so uh, you know it'd be four wires versus five wires, and then you know we've made a lot of recommendations as far as transformers, but it adds to the system and pretty straightforward. Thank you, Spencer. Many um, HJs limit BES BESS unit size to 20 kilowatt hours. How do you count units for? Uh, greater than 20 kilowatt hour systems. Um, is it a unit or modular stack of modules? Right now it's the stack of modules. Unfortunately, we are actually working to try and get that shifted over to just the unit, the module itself, um, which makes more sense. All of this regulation though, was designed because of NMC batteries catching on fire. LG had like a 30 to 50,000 unit recall. And um, I think they will shift this. So it would be specifically for NMC batteries in the future. It doesn't make sense for LFP. Uh, however, you can do, you know, the two separate stacks you get up to forty kilowatt hours uh, by, you know, having them, um, you know, three feet apart. And in some HAs, because of our ninety-five forty A certification, they're allowing it to be you know, six inches apart. Um, we are shifting it though. We are going to try and get it on just the module itself to make it straightforward for everybody.
1: Um, What's the highest charging temperature? So charge temperature is 32 degrees all the way up to 113. Um, Discharging is 14 all the way up to 140.
2: And if that question was about the solar, I mean, we do have a temperature derating that starts at 90 degrees Celsius, uh, up to 100 degrees Celsius with shutdown at 100 degrees Celsius.
1: Yeah, my, my temperatures were in Fahrenheit. Um, for battery sizing calculation, is dividing by two a factor considered for all home grid home grid battery stacked options? Uh, yes,
5: it is. This is. For Solark. Andrew, would you like to answer this one, please? My questions keep going up and down.
6: My Something's going on with my, my internet.
0: Oh, I'll read it. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, with the solar converter, a system with a battery backup can be configured to charge the battery system completely from solar without having a dedicated part of the PV system to charge only, opera, uh, only operation. Dynamic load balancing, they call it.
5: can you separate and, and just
0: set up the solar will will only charge the batteries from, from the solar PV and not from the grid or generator?
6: We can, uh, by default, we're going to charge the batteries from PV. Uh, to charge uh, batteries from a generator or the grid, we, uh, by default, have to program that in and we can set times that they can happen with time of use and set uh, high points that the battery would charge up to, uh, et cetera. Um, So that way, uh, if someone does have times where they have uh, more expensive uh, power from the grid, uh, it can be done at only certain times or, just not have it entirely. Uh, by default, we're just going to charge from PV.
5: So,
3: okay. All right, so Eric is also asking,
2: SOLARC provides arc flash protection for which inputs, battery, DC coupled PV, AC coupled PV, bidirectional directional charging from EV, question mark. So the arc flash protection is for the DC-coupled PV.
4: And then there's a bunch of questions kind of below, which we can skip over uh, that are all just how long after the initial install can we add extra modules. And
5: there's no time left.
3: All right, so after those questions, I do see, does SOLARC work with the Tigo Rapid shutdown out of the box? Yes, we do work with Tygo.
0: There is a question that uh, I would like to uh, bump up uh, about the availability of the SOLARC uh, 60K. I, I know that the 30K is already available, right? So. We're just uh, wondering here about the 60k availability.
2: Yeah, good question. So for the 60k availability, we are aiming for the end of May, uh, available for pre-orders, and um, and it'll be available to all of our all of our distributors, you know, including Renbu.
0: And for the question, if you can pre-order them then, uh, yes, Renvue will take uh, pre-orders and uh, will fulfill by the, uh, by the time that those orders uh, came in.
3: All right, so Anonymous
2: asked, uh, when a solar is connected to solar panels and batteries, is the total power output the sun, the, oh, the sum of their power capacity, or does the solar outputs one or the other individually? All right, so good question. And so essentially the depending of course on your system work mode, if you have enough solar panels, their panels will take care of all the loads. In the case you have for easy numbers, in the case you have five kilowatts of DC on the roof available and you have eight kilowatts of um eight kilowatts of loads, then the three kilowatts will also come from the batteries. So it can do it, it can output the sum of the power if that
3: Answers that question.
2: And then another one that says, does HomeGrid and or SolarC integrate with existing Tesla Powerwalls? No, uh, Tesla does not like to integrate with SolarC at least. I'm not entirely sure about HomeGrid and I will not be able to speak for them.
4: Yeah, but you could AC couple onto
5: Because what I have seen. Right, you can do. They had a, an
4: existing system. You would just tie it in, and it would just view it as a. It, it would take yes. an interesting configuration, but you could definitely AC couple into it, and then it would just view it as an AC source.
2: Yeah. So as long as Spencer said yes, as long as it is, uh, you know, AC coupled. But in terms of connecting, uh, you know, the the power wall itself to the solar. Um, you'd have to do, you know, a bypass essentially to just ensure that it does not read exactly
3: what, that it's a Tesla. There was one question question. here. uh,
4: Oh, sorry. Go for it. Um, Just simply, if you have more stacks, will it trigger a city permit certification review? Every HGA is different, but typically what I'm saying is yes. Um, Whether or not you do that, it's your prerogative, but um, we are typically
5: seeing that question here, if the SOLARC 30K is uh, CEC listed?
3: We, oh, th- yes, I believe the the
2: 30K is CEC uh, listed. We've been working on that for sure. But if you have any questions on on those certifications, you know, we, we can always schedule a call um, to ensure that your all of those answers are 100% met and then someone asked i'll answer it live could you comment briefly on recommendations for microgrid setups for the solar 30k i mean i can talk about microgrids you know for a whole hour um with the 30k and but you know in terms of uh having a microgrid as long as you have a extremely large array for you know your solar panels as long as you also have pretty large battery backup, you know, microgrids are extremely, extremely simple to set up. And we'll also be able to monitor these microgrids through our MySolar app. So if you have any questions on designs, please feel free to reach out to sales at solar.com so that we can,
3: you know, talk about those microgrids as well.
5: But good question.
0: Question here uh, to home grid: um, Does the batteries have to stay housed in the carrier cart uh, provided, or can they uh, be racked, uh, rack rack-mounted?
5: So oh, um, they need to be
1: uh, with rack mounting. They need to be still connected um, because there's there's no wiring in between. So the male female adapters have to be touching, so if I'm understanding that correctly, if they're saying rack mounted, are you wanting that like on levels?
5: So I think, I think maybe I could just- Because
4: just... we didn't show a video on how they stack. Um, it might just simply be that a lot of systems look like ours, but you have to slide the batteries into it. Mm-hmm. And with ours, they stack up like Legos. Um, so you're gonna wanna keep it in that form factor in architecture.
0: Can you, can you hang the whole thing, the whole structure uh, on the wall?
4: Yeah, I mean we do have the, the the wall-mounted five kilowatt hour compact series. Um if you do need wall-mounted. However, I have seen the stack series on stands on the wall. Um so where you put them and how you place them is is totally in your in your court. There's
6: a question here from Michael Allen. Uh, is the home grid the only battery that the solar can communicate with for BMS? Uh, Can other batteries be used such as Discover? And uh, yes, we we can uh, communicate with other other batteries, uh, BMS. Uh, Discover is uh, in our integration guide. So uh, if you're curious about which batteries we can integrate with communications, uh, you can check our latest communication guide on our website. I'm gonna go ahead and also put that on the group chat just
3: so everybody has it and they can just have. Michael, batteries. we wanna
4: earn your business though. Come talk to us. Um, I think you'll love our solution.
0: Uh, there is a question for Home HomeGrid. If, uh, if I have to add more stacks of battery, will it need Yeah, or trigger a city permit uh recertification or review
4: oh that was just the one where yeah um it, it will in most hgs not all of them um so uh that is what they're asking i don't think most installers are doing that but that is our official recommendation
0: Uh, how often is software over the air hey, updates are done for the BMS? That's a great question. We actually
4: oh, so we just recently uh, added Wi-Fi capability several months ago to our BMS, and um, we have an app coming out this week, uh, which is a big deal. So going forward, we will be able to do remote firmware updates. Um, it's been a more manual approach till this point. So um, uh, reach out to us; we can give you kind of a walkthrough on that. But. Uh, on the
0: app,
4: you'll
0: be able to update the batteries. Sounds good. Does the home grid have an enclosure system for the batteries that meets the code uh, requirements for high voltage batteries? Um, no, we we don't um, currently.
5: Question right, from so then- Peter. Rubino, uh,
3: do the solar, co- uh, well, read the wrong
6: one. Um, uh, solar commercial battery systems require a transformer when connecting a three-phase commercial systems? We already answered that one. Uh, Dean Van Fleet, uh, are your charge controllers swappable in the field so the whole inverter chassis does not need, need to be sent in for repairs? Uh, Depends on the part. We do have uh, uh, replaceable uh, parts inside of our, our inverter, so it just depends on what needs to be replaced. So some some parts uh, can be done on field, and other repairs uh, would need we would need to um, send the unit in.
2: Um, I'd just like to add a little bit more to that. Uh, We do also have some authorized service centers in islands such as Puerto Rico or Jamaica. We do have some also in South America. So depending really on where you are, if you're in the continental United States, um, it may likely be needed to be sent in for repairs. But as Andrew mentioned, we do have several parts that can be repaired out on the field. If you do need help with that, you will need to talk to support at solar.com,
3: or you can always give us a call.
0: Uh, I think that we, unless any, any one of you want to take another question from the list or?
4: Um, the final one was just simply asking about using a smart panel. Um, Solar has their own smart load management system coming out or we recommend using Savant um, and smart load management can be really smart. So we have a really deep integration with them and I think it's the best system on the market. So um, I'll check that
0: out. Uh, if there are any other questions um, for the team here, uh, you can email us at info at uh, We will uh, distribute question to the relevant person and uh, they send you the answer or add it to the follow-up email. Um, as I mentioned before, this webinar uh, is being recorded, and we'll send you a link uh, in a follow-up email. Again, thanks for joining us today, and thanks, Bernie, Meek, Spencer, and uh, Andrew uh, for giving us from your knowledge and uh, and answering all the questions. Um, we will work on the recordings and email it to you in the next few days. Have a great, great rest of your week, everybody, and thank you.